Hey there, Mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 38. I'm Emily McDermott, and I'm here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. I recently had a friend tell me that some weeks she felt so motivated to declutter, rocking it in her words, while others she had absolutely no energy and struggled more than usual to let go of stuff in her home. Now, of course, energy depends on a variety of factors, including sleep, nutrition, stress, and so forth. But there is one important aspect that you may not be thinking of, your menstrual cycle. The four phases of our menstrual cycle can have a huge impact on our energy and when we leverage them correctly, can help us declutter more effectively. Now, I am all about working smarter, not harder when it comes to decluttering our homes, heads, and hearts. So what do you say? Grab the notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Well, I am thrilled to announce that in addition to virtual decluttering coaching, I am now offering in-person decluttering coaching services for people that are in the greater Washington, D.C. metro area. Now I'm in the process of updating my website, but I wanted my listeners to be the first to know. So if you go to today's show notes, you can get more information about my in-person coaching package, which is at a discount for a limited time. Okay, cycle syncing. What is it? And how can we use it to our advantage when it comes to decluttering? Cycle syncing can be described as adapting your lifestyle to the different phases of your menstrual cycle. So as you may know, there are changing levels of hormones, including estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, and they have a direct effect on our mood and energy. So if we are aware of what to expect in each of the four phases of the menstrual cycle, which we're going to go over in a little bit, menstrual, follicular, ovulatory, and luteal, that's a mouthful. <laughs> we can have a better plan for our diet, exercise, what we do, how we spend our time, and even decluttering, as well as shopping, right? The flip side of decluttering. And we can plan all these things around the shifts in our hormones. So we're going to dive into each of these phases and what to expect. And I've also linked in the show notes to a free cycle syncing decluttering checklist to help you. One last note before we get started, obviously the number of days for each part of this cycle varies by individual, and these are just the averages, okay? So let's start with the menstrual phase. This is days one to seven of your cycle, and this is when estrogen and progesterone levels are at their lowest. Because of this, it's natural to be very low in energy, 
and also more introspective and reflective. And this is also a good time to brainstorm and set goals because during this phase, the right and left hemispheres of your brain are very highly engaged with each other. So let's talk about decluttering. This is a good time to collect items you want to declutter, but also observe and reflect on what you and your family members have or have not used over the past, let's say 30 days. And this could include clothing, toys, books, aspirational clutter, right? We talked about that and it includes anything that might be like a half done project, your crafts that were never completed, your home decor that was never put away or put up on the wall, right? And so forth. So because your energy is going to be so low in this phase, you may not be able to get those items out of your home and that's okay. You just want to collect them in a box or bin, put them out of sight, at least for the remainder of the menstrual phase. You want to give yourself grace and realize that there is a hormonal reason that you are low energy and your decluttering efforts, they're just on a temporary hiatus and they're not permanently stalled. So make sure you are kind to yourself. Now, this may also be a good time to prepare or research or try to find a decluttering challenge. For example, the five-day challenges I do in my free Facebook group. And so you want to be aware, though, that your desire and energy to actually follow through with a longer decluttering challenge, like a you know three to four week decluttering challenge, it may wane as you're entering some of these lower energy phases of your menstrual cycle like the luteal and menstrual phases. So for that reason, I would recommend a decluttering challenge that is no longer than 14 days, probably starting at the end of your menstrual phase. And that way you can really take advantage of the higher energy levels that you have. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to the second phase, which is going from days eight to 13 of your cycle called the follicular phase. So during this phase, we have several hormone levels that are increasing. One of those hormones is called the follicle stimulating hormone, FSH, which is responsible for increasing neural connections capacity. (laughs) What does that mean? It means you're more likely to take on a new project. Your energy levels are higher. You can tackle problems that you had been maybe putting aside during the menstrual phase. So when it comes to decluttering, your energy and capacity will be increasing. This is the time you want to execute the decluttering plan that you had in place. You can take the items you collected during the menstrual phase, put them on Facebook Marketplace, your Buy Nothing group, or get them in the car, bring them for donation. And then as your energy levels continue to increase, you may want to consider decluttering like 15 minutes a day. Because another benefit of this phase is that your increased problem solving skills will help you determine what to do with those items that you've been procrastinating on, such as like gifts you've never used, items with the tag still on them, those just in case items, or even maybe some of that aspirational clutter. Okay, so now we're going to move right along to days 14 to 21 of your cycle, known as the ovulatory phase. So in this phase, hormones, including estrogen, progesterone and testosterone continue to rise and they peak until luteinizing hormone is released. So you may notice that you have more clarity in your verbal communication. You're more willing to collaborate with others and you feel more confident in yourself and your decisions. This is the absolute best time to declutter 
because you have more mental clarity and energy to execute those decluttering plans, such as taking items to the donation center and then spending more focused time on decluttering the different areas of your home. And you might be more likely to donate to local nonprofits or your buy nothing group because you're more in that collaborative and cooperative type of phase, right? And you get that extra dopamine hit from helping those in need. And if you have been seeking support from your family members, which by the way, if you listen to episode 14, you can find out more about how to get your family on board with the decluttering. You're going to be more confident in sharing your why behind why you want to declutter in the first place and hopefully have more productive conversations. And you can always go back to those scientific studies that I mentioned in episode eight, if you need that extra confidence boost. And finally, our tolerance for pain is actually higher in this phase due to higher estrogen levels. So it may be easier for you to take a look at some of those sentimental items. And if you need help with that, go back to episode 11, where you can learn more about decluttering sentimental items. Now, before we get too excited, it bears mentioning that in the ovulatory phase, there may be some unintended consequences when it comes to purchasing behaviors. There's this one fascinating study in the Journal of Consumer Behavior, which I'll provide in the show notes, which found that a woman's menstrual phase has a direct impact on their shopping behaviors. Specifically, they're more likely to wear and purchase quote unquote appearance enhancing products, such as clothing, shoes, handbags, and so forth, because of the hormonal shifts during the ovulatory phase, which caused them to be quote, motivated to be more social and appear more attractive at social events. So in other words, ovulation may make you more susceptible to retail marketing, which may derail some of your decluttering efforts. So watch out. Okay, so now we're moving on to our final phase, days 22 to 28, known as the luteal phase. And during the luteal phase, progesterone levels rise until the body recognizes whether conception has occurred and estrogen and testosterone begin to drop. Now, progesterone is known as the relaxing hormone, so it's more common to feel introverted during this time, but also progesterone also helps the body make cortisol a hormone that is usually higher in people who are stressed. So this is one reason why moodiness and premenstrual syndrome, the lovely PMS symptoms are more prevalent during this phase. So you'll have less clarity and feel more emotional than in the follicular and ovulatory phases. And so because stress levels can be higher and energy levels are lower, this is the least desirable phase for decluttering for several reasons. Number one, if you haven't started decluttering, you may feel overwhelmed by the prospect and not know where to start, which makes you feel even more discouraged. Number two, if you kept that binner box full of items that you collected in the menstrual phase and you didn't get them out of the house, then you may take a second look at them and decide you want to keep them for emotional reasons, right? It's also harder to declutter sentimental items or anything with emotional attachment because you're just more emotional during this phase. And any conversations that you would have with your spouse or kids about decluttering may be more emotionally driven and less effective. In other words, why can't you guys clean up after yourselves? I'm sick of it. You know, those types of conversations, right? And going back to those purchasing behaviors, Studies have shown that you may be more prone in the luteal phase to purchase items based upon impulse and emotion. So one study I'll link to found that women in the luteal phase 
were significantly less controlled and more impulsive than women earlier in their cycle. And there was a correlation found for overspending, lack of control, and buyer's remorse. Wow. So emotional purchases are a big thing to watch out for in this phase. So there you have it. Fascinating, right? Remember to check out the show notes for the cycle syncing decluttering checklist, as well as the episodes and studies that I mentioned. And if you are not an individual who has a menstrual cycle and you want to know more about how you can leverage the power of your body to declutter more effectively, stay tuned for an upcoming episode that I will have about our circadian rhythm personalities, otherwise known as our chronotype and how that affects our energy in decluttering success. So to recap, our menstrual cycle impacts our energy, our focus, our willingness to let go of sentimental items, our purchasing behavior, and so much more. By understanding what to expect in the menstrual, follicular, ovulatory, and luteal phases, we can prepare and plan so we can work smarter, not harder when it comes to decluttering. I really hope this episode blessed you and that you learned something. I know it's a little heavy on the science, but hopefully you found it enjoyable. And if so, please share it with a friend and definitely make sure that you join my free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. Next week, we're going to be chatting with Rachel Fernandez from the Stress to Refresh podcast, all about how to heal your anxiety holistically and build stress resiliency in our motherhood and lives by focusing on what she calls the foundational five. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.